Welcome to the Author's Way podcast, a journey to finding your voice. I believe that our stories are powerful, our experience have helped to teach us important lessons, and our stories help us to use those lessons to teach others. Stay tuned to hear some great stories and learn how you can use your own stories to raise your professional profile, promote your brand, and become a published author. Hey there. Welcome to the Author's Way podcast. My name is Jennifer Wright, and I am your podcast host. So today, you just got me. I don't have an interview today, but I do have some really good information to share with you. So some things that I have used in the past for myself, some things that I have helped other people with. So what we're going to talk about today is self-care. And I know self-care is a big buzzword, and you may be thinking, if I hear that word one more time, because everyone's talking about it, everyone's telling everyone to do it, and I keep hearing people say, you know, stop talking about self-care because honestly, I don't have time for it. And it is very important, and you know it's important. I don't have to tell you that, but when I talk about self-care, I really just talk about support. It's making sure that you have the support that you need to get the things done that you need to get done. Most of us who are writing books are not doing it full-time. We're not full-time writers, although, you know, we may have aspirations for that, but you're probably not doing that right now. You have jobs, you have families, you have other responsibilities, you have responsibilities to your community, to your friends. So book writing may be a little bit far down on your list, even though it is very important, it may be farther down on your list. And, you know, let's face it, if you don't get your book done, then you're not going to be homeless. You're not going to lose your job. So for many of us, it's a hobby, but it's a very important hobby. And I want to make sure that you have everything you need to be able to to get your book done or get your next book done or, you know, your series of books, whatever, whatever your goal is, whatever you're trying to do, I want to make sure you have the support that you need to do it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to break it down into four simple steps. We can all do four things, right? So we're going to chat about that. I'll give you a few tips and then I'd love to hear back from you about, you know, what we talked about today. Before we get into that, let me give you a quick reminder that today's podcast is brought to you by ExecuWrite. At ExecuWrite, our superpower is turning business owners and executives into published authors. And we do that by helping them understand a very simple process that gets you all the way from ideation through the writing, through the editing process, and through the book publishing process. And we do it because we understand that having a book can help build your business. It can help build your career. It can help gain visibility and credibility for you because you have such unique skills and knowledge that you deserve to be able to share that with the world. And we want to help you do that. So if you have a book in your head, your heart, your soul, and you haven't been able to figure out how to get it started or you haven't been able to figure out how to get it finished, then head over to our website, execurite.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-W-R-I-G-H-T.com. Check out our programs, 
reach out and schedule a strategy session with us. We'd love to hear about your project. We'd love to hear about your story. And we'd love to see what we can do to help. That's execurite.com. Can't wait to hear from you. So let's get into the four steps to make sure that you have the support you need to get your book done. The first thing is going to sound very simple, but it's not as simple as it sounds. It, it can be very complicated. It's making sure that you're able to create time and space for yourself to write. That sounds like a no-brainer, but the more I talk to aspiring authors, unpublished authors, I hear them tell me that, that one of their biggest challenges is just not having the time. So sometimes what you might have to do is put it on your schedule. Most of us have work schedules. We have, or we have family schedules. So however it is that you record what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, on a week-to-week -week basis, get it on there. So if you have a to-do list, if you have a calendar that you keep, if you have an electronic notepad that you keep all the things that need to get done, put book writing on there. Schedule an hour at a time, schedule two hours at a time. If you have to, and this is something that I used to do when I was still working in a corporate job, I would take a half a day off of work. Now that may not be possible, but it was something that I could do. I would take a half day or a full day and that would be a writing day. I would dedicate the time to it. I would close myself off, not really close myself off, but, but get myself in a place that I could be committed to my writing. I would find a occasion or I would schedule time into my day to do it. Or maybe one of the reasons that you're having a hard time finding time to write is because of your other commitments. Maybe if you have kids and you don't, you know, there's a lot of responsibilities for the kids. So one of the things you could do is hire a babysitter for an afternoon or send the kids to grandma's for the weekend and take a weekend for yourself. I love writing weekends. One of the things that I will do, and I haven't done it in a while, I need to get one scheduled. I will schedule a weekend for myself. I will find the location that I, I want to go. I like going up into the North Georgia mountains and I will find an Airbnb or even a hotel room, and I will schedule a weekend to write. Now, that doesn't mean the entire weekend I'm heads down writing. I may do a little bit of sightseeing. I may go find a nice restaurant to go to, but it's a weekend that's dedicated to me, to my time. I can do with it what I want, and then I dedicate that time to writing, to working on whatever project I'm working on at the time. The other thing you might want to think about, now this this is not something I have to do because I live by myself. So all of my space in my home belongs to me. But if you live with other people, if you live with children, if you live with a spouse, you, it may help to find, to set up a specific space that's dedicated for you. Maybe the breakfast nook, maybe a corner in your bedroom, maybe the guest, you know, a corner in the guest room, a space in the basement. Set up a table, set up a, you know, and put your supplies on it. Have your pens and your paper, your notebooks, whatever you use to write with. I like handwriting, so I have to have all kinds of supplies to do that. But finding, having a space that's dedicated to you and dedicated to your writing 
so that anytime you have an idea that comes into your head, you can go to your space and you can work on your idea. If you have 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour to work, you have somewhere you can go to do that. Like I said, I don't have to do that. I can pretty much work anywhere I need to. But if if you're struggling with a place to be able to write, set up a space and make sure everyone in the household knows that that's your space. And anytime you, you want to go to write, that's where you're, you are going to go. The second step, and we've talked about this in the past, but the second step, and this is so important, and this is the reason I want to bring it up again, Give yourself grace. Give yourself forgiveness. Don't be so hard on yourself. If you have set a goal and you have missed a goal, if you are trying to say you want to get your book done in the next six months and you're struggling to do that, it's really okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't, you know, call yourself out. Don't punish yourself. Don't lay awake at night thinking about it. When you beat yourself up like that, you are hindering the creative process because you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Every time you sit down to write, you're going to feel that pressure and it's going to keep you from being creative. So I prefer to use a reward system. So for instance, I love chocolate cake. I don't eat chocolate cake all the time. I would eat it every day if I could, but I don't. So chocolate cake is a great reward for me. If I set a goal and I meet my goal or I come close to meeting my goal, I'll reward myself with with a piece of chocolate cake. Now, I don't do that all the time because, you know, I can't eat chocolate cake every day. But I also... I love massages. I love getting my nails done. I love, you know, doing small things that treat myself. Let myself buy my, I'll buy myself a new, a new book or a new dress. And I do it, to be honest with you, I'll probably, I would probably buy the book anyway, but I'm telling myself that I am rewarding myself for meeting that goal. And it doesn't even have to be big goals. It does, You don't have to set a goal and say, I'm going to have the first draft of the book done by August 1st. It can be small goals. Maybe you set a goal for yourself that you're going to write every day for a week. If you do that, reward yourself. Set a goal that you're going to finish a chapter by the end of next week. If you meet that goal, reward yourself. And so, and it can be... It can be small rewards, like, yeah, I'm going to give my, I'm going to take a bubble bath. So instead of punishing yourself when you don't meet a goal, reward yourself when you do. And it'll make you feel so much better. And you'll get to have that massage or you'll get to have that pedicure, manicure. And you'll feel so much better about it. And you'll feel very proud about yourself. Also, let others know. Let others know when you have met, reached a goal. They allow them to be proud for you so that you can celebrate with others or even, you know, have a glass of wine with a friend when you meet a goal and let them know that's why you're doing it so that you're sharing those accomplishments with other people. And the more you tell about your accomplishments and the more that you tell 
about what you're doing and why you're doing it, the more of a fan base you're creating and the more books you're going to sell when you get ready to sell your books. So just as a side benefit. Third step is find an accountability partner. Now, if you've ever been in a coaching program, you may have heard about accountability partners. Accountability partner is just someone who's in your corner, someone that you talk to on a regular basis who helps you with your goals. They know about what your goals are. They help you to hold yourself accountable to your goals. Now, you don't have to be in a coaching program to find an accountability partner. It can be a friend, just someone who you feel comfortable with having a conversation about what you're working on so that they can reach out to you periodically or maybe you schedule a time to talk on a regular basis once a week, once every couple of weeks when you have a big deadline coming up and they can help you to hold yourself accountable. They may ask you, so how are you doing? They can provide support. If you run into issues, there's someone that you can talk to. If you're struggling because of other things that are coming up, they may be able to help. Maybe they can help take something off your plate. Maybe they can provide some some babysitting, you know, one Saturday afternoon while you go right. It's just someone who's in your corner, someone who can provide regular support on a regular basis and can be your cheerleader, can be your your fan, and can really give you encouragement to help make sure that you're meeting your goals, whatever your goals are. And again, the more you have these people in the corner in your corner as you're going through the process, the more fans you'll have when you get your book finished and you can celebrate with them, you know, when you meet those big milestones. Another great thing about an accountability partner, now you don't have to have just one. You can find not just an accountability partner, you can find a writing partner. And this is one method that I absolutely love and I have found it to be one of the most productive methods I found for getting writing done. So basically what you do is you find a friend who is also writing. So someone who can, who's working on something, they may not be working on a book, maybe they're working on some other type of project. And you do what we call, some people call it knees to knees, some people call it side by sides. So you basically sit together and you work together. Maybe you're both working on different projects. Maybe you just have someone to sit beside you while you're focusing. One of the things I find really, really helpful about this is just having, it's just another layer of support. You may not discuss what you're working on. You may not be working on anything that's even similar. It's just sitting together, working together. There's just something about having that quiet support that makes the work so much more productive. If you've never done this before, I highly recommend that you try it. I've done this several times with several people and it just really helps to get focused and it really helps both of you. You will find the amount of work that you can produce during that time is really, really nice. 
And on top of it, you, you will feel like you haven't worked that much because it's just such a relaxing and calming type of situation. You'll be really surprised. So if you haven't tried this before, I definitely recommend that you try it. The last thing that I would recommend, step number four, is finding a community. There are all kinds of online writers communities out there. And then there are communities in your, probably communities, writers communities in your area. So if you're not sure how to find one, just go to Google, Google writers groups in whatever your city is or online writers groups. There's a ton out there. There's some, there's some that are very general and then there are some specific ones. There are groups for sci-fi writers. There are groups for fiction writers, nonfiction writers, textbook writers. There's all kinds of groups out there that I think you'll find it very interesting, the number of different groups that you'll find if you just do a quick little Google search. You'll find it easier to find writing partners in those groups. You'll find people who have similar interests, who may be facing some of the same challenges that you're facing with your writing. It's a great way to connect with other writers. It's a great way to ask questions. It's a great way to just make connections with other people who are doing similar things. And you never know, you may find people in your community or people from around the world to have conversations with about what you're working on and also find people to help support you. And again, a side benefit is you're building your fan base. So when you get ready to launch your book, you've already got some interest built. You've already got people in your corner. You've already got cheerleaders who can't wait to read your book. And you don't even have to, you know, it doesn't have to be one community. You can be part of multiple communities as you're building and growing in learning and creating your book. So just as a recap, first, find time, create time, create space. If you have to take time off, if you find, have to find a babysitter for the kids, you know, create a dedicated workspace for yourself in your space. Number two, give yourself grace, give yourself forgiveness and stop beating yourself up. Instead, reward yourself when you meet major milestones. Find an accountability partner and perhaps a writing partner to do, you know, some side-by-side -side writing and find a great writer's community that can help support you as you're going through the process. And always, always, always reach out to me if you're having trouble with any of this. You are always welcome to reach out to me. My contact information is in the show notes. You can reach out to me on social media, reach out to me via email or through my website. We'll be happy to help you find any of, with any of these steps, finding a community, finding an accountability partner. I have a big community myself, so I can help you find an accountability partner, a writing partner. And would love to hear your story. So, so let me know if you have anything that works really well. If you do any of these things, you have any things that work really well for you, or you have other tips that you'd like to share with the group. Would love to be able to share those in a future episode. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this was valuable. And until next time, and this has been the author's way. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Author's Way podcast. I'd love to hear from you about any future topics you'd like me to cover or other authors you would like to hear from. Head over to my Facebook page, The Author's Way, like that page, and join a community of writers, authors, and fans. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time.